This podcast is sponsored by L Creations, graphic prints for you at a cheap, affordable price. Look at L Creations on Twitter, L Creations on Facebook, and L Creations on Instagram, or message Ben Lockyer personally for a great graphic print at a great price. Right, welcome back to Back With A Bang, episode nine, we're back again. Here he is, the man, Joe. How are you doing, bud? Yes, I'm back. Can't get rid of me, unfortunately. I'm back. How you been, mate? How you been? How's things? Not, not too bad, just kind of taking a few days off after a grafting weekend so i've had to take a few days off even though i've got ones to do i've had to take a break i'm gonna get back to the grind i would say after after this podcast so a bit it's, of a major it's tough in it the minute joe with what's going on because we are, we are slammed with work i'm not gonna just try and put it polite for the podcast we are slammed with work yeah, at the minute. totally agree totally agree at, at the moment i'm i'm like up to my neck in work like, <laughs> i can't even tell you how much i've got to do it's constant, yeah. It's just crazy, mate, because it's like, I thought, I thought it would get easier as the things go on, but it's just getting more. And it's, like, not, it's not actually the work, it's the deadlines. Yeah. It's how yeah. short the deadlines are. That's the issue for me. Like, the deadlines are too short. 100%, like, said, we've got to do something by today. <laughs> I've not even thought of that today. Like, I've only just, I've, I've done my video, so I've got to edit my video today. I'm going to do that. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'd say I'm, a bit behind, to be honest with you. I'm a bit behind, but I've just crack on and get it done. Like, of course, I'm kind of waiting to go on to the FMP now. That's what I'm looking forward to. I just want to go on to that. More freedom, less deadlines. Can kind of do what you want on it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, mate, because like, I don't want to say too much. Obviously, it's late in the course. It's a good cause. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, the deadlines recently have been a bit chaotic, really, so... Um, just stress up to the next wasn't but we're still producing the podcast and uh, <laughs> some good topics to talk about today. The first one, the biggest shock in combat sports for a while, I would say, on last Saturday, yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite fighter, Conor McGregor. And I'm not a casual before anyone starts saying, "Oh, you're a casualist." But I watch every every event every weekend. Joe can back me up on <laughs> he that. He does. I'm, I'm up till five watching every event. But he's my favorite fighter. He got me into the sport. Uh, Conor McGregor, he lost by a knockout. Joe, before, before I jump in on my opinion, I'll just let you just give your reflections on his performance and well, the whole thing. I've only I only really watched Conor McGregor fans, so I'm I'm a Conor McGregor casual like. But it was quite shocking to see him get knocked out his first ever time, and I were expecting him to win to be fair. Um, but you know, it were a shock to see him get knocked out, even though like he's the one doing the knocking out. He's he's my favorite UFC fighter. Well, apart from that anime fighter i forget his name all the time he, he's quite enjoyable to watch but it kind of got me to see connor but i'm sure he'll be back and i'm sure he'll want where apparently he's meant to be fighting him again in a or yes like it's meant to be a trilogy of the other one other one of the fighters before i jump in do you think he's done i don't think he's done i just don't think he has the hunger what he had not he's proved that and he's proved that he can he'll he'll go down different ways he's been double champion that like, i don't think he has the hunger that he did anymore, so it's a tough one to be fair. I think he, he might have one more, maybe one more, and then he might call it quits on, uh, on permanently. Right, so here's my take on it. So, with the whole thing, I'm watching the fights, and you know, it looked every L week has been talking about how confident he was and how motivated he was, and he really, <clears throat> he really did look confident. His team was really confident as well. Some of the pictures he put out and the shape he was in was extreme and yeah, it was brilliant. The fight itself, so the fight starts, and you know what? He looked good. He came out at the blocks, he came out with his boxing style, um, which I'm not a huge fan of recently. I think he should go back to his old style on the on his toes, sort of thing. Definitely. Um, but 
he came out of the box and started landing some good shots early, but you could see that I, I knew Dustin would go for the legs. Me and my friend Ben were talking about it. Um, that we, we knew he'd go for the legs. Um, just because he did it last time, he had a little bit of success in the last fight, not too much, but a tiny bit of success. He not dropped him with a leg kick once. Um, but he said, start with the, he went for the calf these times instead of the higher legs, and the calf kicks oh, have really yeah. been introduced into MMA recently. Properly, Benson Anderson started it, um, doing it really properly. Um, it's really become popular recently, quite influential now in MMA. And let me tell you, mate, I've seen, I've seen some of them before in Spartan and stuff, they are uh, even wishing guards on. So wow. it takes three or four of them, mate, to do it. And I just think kind of everyone talks about kind of left hand being as well, deadly threat, but I disagree. It's his movement to set up the left hand. That's what does it for me. And Dustin Poirier really shut that down. I mean, it came out the first round, and I thought, you know what? It can't, I wouldn't be surprised if Dustin Poirier wrestled him. And he did. He wrestled him. Dustin Poirier had the perfect game plan where he took him down, he wasted time, and he, he tired kind of out, and he was chopping at the legs. He wasn't trying to box with him. just Because last time, he tried to make it a boxing fight, and this time, oh, right, yeah. he came out, and he made it a kickboxing MMA fight. He made it an MMA fight. That's the difference. He wasn't trying to play Connor's game. And I was surprised that Connor wasn't throwing more kicks, man. He was throwing boxing, just boxing shots, really. And then he started throwing kicks when he, those leg kicks were doing it, when he, when he was getting affected by those leg kicks, like, proper. And he started throwing his own, so he'd stop. Um, but that didn't work. Because he just kept chopping his legs, but yeah, it took him down. Connor had some good shots. Like he looked, he looked, he did, he did look he did. sharp. His time was a little bit off. His time was a little he bit did, off. Yeah. But his time was put off after those leg kicks were done. Before that, he was landing some good shots. Like he landed a great left hand with some uppercuts. But the problem was he not he wasn't using his he didn't come out with his own same old movement anyway. He came out with his boxing style where he was susceptible for them leg kicks. He wasn't rate range finder. I know he's against the south, but he wasn't putting putting any sort of range on him. Um, he was just in the pocket trying to go 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 for him. Now I don't think he looked. Everyone's saying look washed. I disagree. I think uh-huh. Dustin, everyone's giving Dustin Poirier no credit. Dustin Poirier came out. Dustin Poirier's one of the best in the world. And he was disrespected all week by everybody, saying he doesn't stand a chance. Doesn't stand this. So it always goes, isn't it? Like it's always. It's, they were always going to be less talked about, even though he came out, did everything perfectly, and ended up winning. But you. I mean, like you've just said, all, all you've heard really is kind of like him losing. You haven't heard about Dustin Poirier. I mean, I'm a bit, I'm a huge fan of Dustin Poirier. So there's anyone I want to see kind of lose to like that, it was Dustin Poirier because he's such a, he just deserves it, man. He's one of those guys who's climbed his way back from adversity and he's just a, just a genuinely nice guy. Like, one of the yeah. nicest ever made fighters about there is. And do you know what? I didn't think it looked that bad. It was just, it was just great to see Connor there back. It was just surreal to see him back in there, like throwing his combinations, his shots. It was, it was brilliant. It wasn't there wasn't like the Connor of old, but you know what? I think those leg kicks put him off that. And everyone's it's weird. It's upsetting for me to see a, a legend like that go out on his shield it like is. that. It's upsetting to see the guy that got me into the sport, mate, go out on his shield and like get knocked knocked out like that. It was fucking hard to see, mate. Honestly, like I, I, I was happy for Dustin, but it was hard, hard to see Connor laid out like that on the floor. Like never seen that. There's one thing I never thought I would see is that Conor, that's Conor McGregor knocked out. It was yeah. It was just devastating, mate, seeing the guy that got into the sport, the guy with so much confidence when he came into the sport, starting from the bottom and now to the top, and you can just tell he put everything into it. I think that's why he wasn't so upset, you know. I think everyone's saying, oh, well, he wasn't that bothered, but i tell you why he wasn't upset. He put everything into it. He put yeah. everything into that. And at the end He's of the day, gonna exactly, Dustin Poe had the better game plan. That's what happened. And now it's even more upsetting to see, mate, for myself, is seeing... Everyone else saying that Connor's done and he's washed up. He should retire. Like, well, that's watching Chujo. I don't really watch Chujo in MMA usually because he'll admit, he'll admit yeah. himself he's a bit of a casual. And he just doesn't watch everything. He's not a huge, huge fan. 
Um, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a fan, but he's not like huge watches every event sort of thing. Yeah, like um, you, yeah. But he was saying he thinks Connor looks the worst he's ever looked, and just fans are saying as well, like he looks washed up. He should retire now. It's time to see him go. And I just I just disagree. I just say everyone's looking past our He's one of the best in the world. Connor's been inactive yeah. for a year, and he's trying to jump in there against a shark in Dustin Poirier, an absolute legend in Justin Poirier, who hold no, no holds barred. Dustin Poirier knocked out more or less everyone except Khabib. A different level, Dustin Poirier. And do you know what? I think if he gets it, he's been known, Connor, when he loses, to come back and make adjustments and come back and win. And I think now this, I've said it before, I said it, I've been saying it all week, that this will make him hungrier. This will make yeah. him want to come back and be active. And I think, you know what? I think we'll see him about three or four times this year. You know, he's lost. I think we'll see him loads this year now. So I think he's one of them guys that when he loses, he makes adjustments. And I think if he fights Dustin Poirier again, and I'm gonna say it right now. I get all this stick in the world. I don't care. I'll, I'll always back Connor. Like I'll back Dustin Poirier, but Connor's. I was a Connor fan first, so I'm gonna support Connor. But Con- Connor will make adjustments, and I think he'll come back in the trilogy and he'll beat Dustin Poirier because yeah. he, he makes adjustments. Diaz too. He made adjustments. He come back and beat him. He's one of them fighters. That he's, he's a great loser. Like he knows how to lose and adjust and make the amendments, and I think he'll come back now against Dustin Poirier. He'll get, he, needs, he shouldn't be trying to get the re, the trilogy first, I don't know what you think. He'll be trying to get the trilogy immediately. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I've seen that. For the title, I've seen his coach. I, I disagree. I don't think he should. I don't think he, he, I don't think he deserves it, first of all. Well, he yeah. He's just been knocked out in the second round by Dustin Poirier. He doesn't deserve it. But Dustin Poirier will fight him again. Like, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Dustin Poirier said he wants to fight me, and he wants the money now. Dustin Poirier's like a million a fight. I, feel, I, see, I think I've seen something like that. So wow. if, he, if I was Dustin Poirier, I'd, do, I'd fight Olivier. I think he beats Olivier pretty comfortably. He's got great, Dustin Poirier's got great wrestling. I don't even thought Khabib. He can keep it under feet. And Olivier's striking is not up to Dustin Poirier's level. He'll knock him out, I feel. No offense to Olivier. But <laughs> Olivier is good, but he's, a, he's not at Dustin Poirier's level. I don't I suppose it's a level above, I think, a lot of these guys. And I think we'll, we'll see him get the title. And then Conor McGregor will have to fight someone else. If I was going to fight for Conor McGregor, I would fight Gave or RDA. They are two slobber knocker fights. Huge fights. You don't. There's no point in fighting Ferguson. He's on a two fight skin. I know. I know. I'm a big fan of Ferguson. I know. Kind of. He doesn't yeah, care about like what that, form yeah. you're on, but it just doesn't does him no good because it just doesn't does him nothing. I don't feel like like it does not doesn't do him anything. I think Ferguson needs to win against somebody else really. Um, Chandler maybe. I don't know. We'll see where Chandler's at. Um, I think Gaethje because the leg kick. He's another leg kicker. Big leg kicker. He yeah. kicks hard. So don't just to try and adapt to that style. I think he should fight Gaethje if he wants to get better at that. Fight Gaethje, and plus those inside like it's not as bad as the outside ones, anyway. So I think if you can adjust to that, fight Gaethje or RDA, two tough opponents. RDA, a tough grappling opponent, tough on the feet, tough all around. It's a tough guy. Fight him or fight Gaethje, I would say, and then get a win over them, and then get back in with Poirier in the trilogy, and then but Poirier's the champion. Then let's let's, let's say Poirier yeah. champion gets pay per view points, and this is what I'd love to say as a Poirier fan. Champion gets paid. I win or lose. Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor does two million. I'd say pay per view buys now because it did one point six. This one with one that one, one piece. And it yeah, that one was trending worldwide. That that like well, I one of the biggest box offices ever. Second biggest in the mate. One 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 a piece, mate. It'll do two million easy. And as a champion, the champion gets pay per view points. That's a, that's a good seven or eight million for Dustin Poirier there. Like as a yeah. Poirier fan, I want to see that happen for him because he's a great guy. He deserves that money, and he deserves. I think that that'll probably set him up for life. I know it's not that a he's lot. Worked hard, doesn't he? Not he's a lot compared hard. to McGregor, but he's worked hard. He would deserve that. So that's what I want to see, man. And you know what? That'd be great. And I think it'd be the perfect redemption story for Connor. And I think that would lure Khabib back. 
You see, I've seen a story compared to Mayweather versus um, Canelo, like that first fight when McGregor and Poirier were like McGregor um, Mayweather versus Canelo, but Poirier obviously came out. He's he's had a few battles by, um, by now, and he's he's better than what Conor thought. You know what I mean? Like he's adjusted his fighting and everything. He just he was just more prepared. Uh, I don't think Conor expects him to be able to take the shots as well. I think I think he expected Poirier to crumble. To be honest with you. Um, but he didn't. He took the shots. I think he hurt Poirier a couple of times, but he didn't have that killer. He didn't have that killer instinct. I don't think that far. He didn't go. But I think that's what. Yeah. It, I think why he didn't have that was because of his leg. He couldn't really push that far forward. Yeah. His leg was just absolutely just dead. And that's that's the issue with carpets. They really do halt your movement. You can't go anywhere with it. So another thing that really I really love. I don't know if you've seen it. It's post match. It's post fight antics as well from Conor McGregor. Always yeah. humble. Always gracious. And you were crying you know, when fans and that like said his fans have got me through everything. They've always been there for me. Like that's good to see from him in recognizing his fans. That like, it, it'll be good. It's good to see fan, any any fans of any sport doing that. But because I know Conor McGregor fans are very loyal. They're always every time he fought in Las Vegas, his thousands of Irish people just they're all there supporting him, which is amazing to see. Yeah, everyone was saying, "Oh, well, I love seeing Conor this humble," but he's always been this humble after defeat. He has one humble come out and give Diaz his credit. Said, "I'll make adjustments and I'll come back." Khabib. Humble, yes, he didn't want to give Khabib his credit, but he has gonna he has to give Khabib's credit since he has come out. I lost the war, fair enough. But he's always been humble. I think everyone's surprised how humble he was pre-fight with Dustin Poirier, but he's a legend, Dustin Poirier. He's, there's no need for that trash talk now. Like Dustin Poirier is a, a signified legend. And if he did trash talk Poirier, he wouldn't do him any good anyway. Because why? Why do I do it? He's not said anything bad about you. Poirier's a legend and he was exactly. so it's like I think McGregor's grown up a lot now. I know people said they miss the old McGregor who came out like screaming in your face or said who is that guy and that like, he's matured now I don't think he wants that reputation as much anymore like he's, he's a different person he's learned his lesson there's no need to go on about this anymore like I, he's proved it and he doesn't need to keep doing what he did I like, don't have to keep bad mouthing or like trash talking even though it's good good entertainment I don't need to do it anymore I'm wrong. I'd love to see him and Diaz go at it again. We try because them. T- Actually, yeah, I didn't. I forgot to Diaz's name in the heart. Like Diaz would be a great opponent because he just brings out that side of Connor. But what side I don't want to see again is the Khabib side of him because that was a dark side that. Yeah. Not many them fans. Them don't enjoyed. like each other. Old, do they? Like them two really don't like each other. Like, I, mean, I do miss that sort of Connor with the Diaz Connor. Like that was a good fun. Like everyone would love to see Diaz and him go back and forth again because they're just two peas in a pod. Like when he's going, I don't give a shit either, and like that. Like, <laughs> It's just brilliant. Mate. water bottles on that each of our monster that, cans. Exactly. That's a, that shit is brilliant. Like we love that shit. We don't like the I just, I just didn't like the Khabib antics. Do you know what I mean? I didn't like it from both sides. Um, yeah. I just think Khabib's response to that Connor's defeat was just class, just it, classless, to be honest with you. It was disgusting, to be honest. There were no need for that. Like I think classless. I know the best, but I think he thinks he's too good for everyone. Like he, he thinks he's just better than everyone. He, he thinks no one will ever beat him. Which I kind of hope someone does, to be honest. I know he's good, but I kind of I don't think someone... anyone will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think Connor has the best chance. Like everyone else, yeah, oh, it, it isn't him, but I actually feel Connor has the best chance. Yeah. I think Connor looked one of the best out of everyone who's fought. I think Connor has the best chance, to be honest for you. Um, or even, yeah, just Connor, if he went up in weight, then they'll have a lot of tough matchups up there, but Connor has the best chance, I feel. That would be a yeah. good matchup again. I'm going to be like, probably won't see that again. But I just nah. thought I just thought that there was no need for his reactions. Like, nah, yeah, definitely. Khabib, what Khabib was saying wasn't true either. Like, he was saying like, <coughs> excuse me, um, Connor had changed his team and it changed it's changed his sparring partners and sparring little kids. Like, that made none that made no sense because like Connor's not changed his team. 
changes like he hasn't sparred with D- Dylan Dennis for a while because he's injured and like not sparred with Artem because I don't think I think he's got like um boxing coaches in, but that's Artem, that's not me. Like, I think I think he is still sparring with Artem though. But um he's still got the same coaches. He's, that's one thing you can have that, but he's loyal to his coaches. And uh, said to me, yeah. posting the picture as well of Connor knocked out and saying you woke everybody up and then you went to sleep. I just don't think there was any need for that. Like, he says he Definitely. doesn't want to fight, but that, like Connor says, that in, the, in fairness, they are fighting words. When you're telling them, they're fighting words. They are fighting yeah. words. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. I, just think how much money they'd make off that fight. Like, he'd probably come out just for that. Like, come on, who wouldn't? There was, there was no need for that, to be honest with you. Like, I just don't think there was no need for that. I, Especially Cam's actually lying as well, calling him a chicken and stuff. There's just no need for, like, tap like chicken, tapping so you don't die and stuff. You know what I mean? It's just it's silly. Oh, yeah, like, obviously, yeah. Silly. I, I don't get I, I get It annoys me sometimes. But, um, yeah, I'm a fan of Khabib. Don't get me wrong, but I just didn't, didn't like the post-fight antics on him. And I just thought Conor was being so humble and respectful. And he always is. Like, I don't get the side. Yeah. Say, everyone's saying, oh, yeah, well, how's your term so humble after a fight? He's always humble after a fight. He'll always give his props to his opponent after the fight. And that's just how he is, to be honest. To be honest with I've you. seen that. I've seen people say you, you, everyone's he's always been humble, and it's only the casuals who hasn't who hasn't seen him be humble. But like you've just said, he's always been humble. But I think it's just the casuals who who don't see him being humble after the interviews. They only see the um, trash talking kind of. Don't see him the the respectful kind of. Yeah, another thing I've seen as well, mate, was Stephen A. Smith coming out and. Oh. God, when he talks about MMA, man, he's got good, good analysis on everything else like NBA now. But MMA, just please just stop, just stop talking about it, man. <laughs> like it, the, the points he makes just don't make sense. Like oh, I just don't even want to talk about it. But it just I, I know, yeah. He has, a, he has a thing for Conor McGregor, you know. I just don't know what it is. He just doesn't like him. I don't feel he he doesn't like a lot. Like even NBA players, like he'll go on about him all the time when there's no need to. Like yeah, lost a three one lead, but that was a while ago. Like. You don't need to keep bad mouthing him all the time, you know what I mean? It's like he's a bit of a bully online. I just feel like he comes across a bit to me as a bit of a bully. Honestly, he comes across as a bit of a bully. That's like, to be honest with you. Um, but no, some interviews are hilarious. No, I've got to per- Yeah, I get that. But some, I think he's putting on a personality, but it just comes across as a bit of a bully. Yeah, definitely. I feel like yeah, definitely. Um, but like I say, I want to see the trilogy. I will always stand by Conor McGregor. Um, that's another thing I, I've seen as well. I won't get into too much, but people call him a rapist and stuff. And seen all these things that have happened to him in the past, but some of these cases about the rape and that the sexual assault have been uh, he's been accused of, he's been cleared of. No, oh, wow, he's been cleared of any wrongdoing or stuff, and it just does my head because it's always been people like him that it's like, oh yeah, it's just guilt, guilty till proven innocent. That when that's not the case, it's always look, innocent till proven guilty. That's the look issue what happened with Ronaldo a few years ago. He got done, didn't he? He got took off FIFA cover and everything. Ronaldo, these <laughs> rape, it was clear, cleared. but yeah, yeah. It was like there were loads of them saying that he he got he did it, but he didn't. He got cleared. Like and FIFA took him off cover and lot. He were well, like to be fair, people not really think that these women don't chuck themselves at him because I this is what this obviously happens. There's no doubt about it. So you don't think they be, yeah. they, they see Connor as a payday. Like, it's just I'm not saying he's innocent, he's guilty, but I'm just saying it's not fair to just slander that name around at him. Ain't yeah, fair. No, absolutely. He's been proven innocent. So, if, in my opinion, he's innocent. If he's been proven innocent, the courts have said he's innocent. I don't yeah. care how much money he's got. If he's been proven innocent, he's innocent. Okay, that's that's just where I'm at with it. Like, so I just totally see, see him rape it, rape it. He's a rapist, and someone said a comment saying, "Oh, a lot of innocent people, a lot of innocent women had a sigh of, sigh of relief after watching that." Just, Shut up, you tit. It's, it's been 
proven innocent. There's no need. Yeah, it's stupid. Absolutely what, stupid. The thing is, what they said to his face, this is what I don't mean about social media. People have become way too comfortable of slagging people off and not getting no repercussions for it. Hide behind the monitors, as you say. They hide behind the monitors. Exactly, exactly, mate. And it just does mean because also with all these, when we're kind of fights, you've got all these fan, fans beforehand. I'm, not, I'm going a bit of a rage here, but just like these fans beforehand, and they're saying, yeah. good luck on all this, good luck on all this. And they're only literally just like, you wank, retire, you shit. You, all these sort of names, just quoting up in room myself, but you shit, you should retire, piss off, all that sort of stuff. The same people wishing him luck before and saying, you're my favourite fighter, all this bullshit. And then they've said that before. I mean, get a grip. That's yeah. that's what does me into honest with with, with when you kind of fight. It's like I love it, but you get all these casual fans come out and they just just two faced. Yeah, def- definitely. There's no need for that. Like, come on, man. Just stick with him or don't or don't stick with him. You can't support him and then support him when he loses. That's like supporting a football team and then when it loses, you pick a different one. That's just gory supporting. Yeah, definitely, mate. And there was a, there was a quote from him a couple of years ago. Um, so that's the ones but it's reset it's um recently um one week they love you the next week they hate you make sure you get paid paid both weeks what a great it. quote is to be fair <laughs> but that is this legendary mate like that just that's why i i love conor mcgregor and he's one of my he's my favorite fighter quite like that man like he, he can think i will always back him i don't care man i'll always back him that's just where i am but um yeah it was it was a crazy night and listen I hope, hopefully we see him back in there soon i think we will um, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Congrats to Dustin Poirier. He deserves it, man. I'm actually going to try some of his hot sauce. I'm going to buy some of that stuff. Yeah, it looks it pretty... Dustin's. Yeah, it, mate, it looks pretty good. Like Everyone's reviewing it, saying how good it is. I'm out... And so, oh, someone wrote a review saying, uh, made a Conan Greg account um, with his name, and they said, um, oh, I can't remember. Let me, let me find the uh, thing, actually. It was like, yeah. something like, let me find, I'll read it out. I don't know which page it was on. It was, um, it knocks you back. It was, it was basically explaining the fight, but talking about the uh, hot sauce. Um, we just find it. it takes two seconds. Where is it? That's sick. it I was... didn't know he made hot sauce. That's pretty cool. Pardon? I didn't know he made hot sauce. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like this Louisiana style hot sauce. It, it was brilliant. I'm just trying to find it, man. There oh, it wow. is. Top MMA comment. I think this is the one. Here it is. <laughs> right. This is a review on Poirier's page. Kicks your leg and knocks you out. You know what they say, styles make sauces. It's not that I don't have the style to handle the heat. This sauce took out my leg. Fair play to Dustin, he's a great sauce maker. He hit me right in the muscle. There wasn't a mark on my face, but my leg was gone. Hats off to him for such a great sauce. That's um, an amazing quote. That's a good slogan. I thought that was brilliant. I can't wait to see what it says about the sauce. Bro. I, I look, everyone's saying how good it is. I'm going to buy some, get on some of the Cajun chicken, some of the steak, our kid, and uh, see how it runs, mate. <laughs> and it tastes nice. Uh, right, mate. So, NBA. Talk to me. The, the, the triple do the triple trio, mate. The t- oh, yeah. The trio we've all the, been waiting for. Talk to me about the, it. They're back. The big three. Like, it all, to be fair, I think yeah, their, their debut game, they actually got beat by Cleveland. Like, yeah, they got beat, all three of them. I think Kevin dropped 37, Kyrie dropped 38, and Harden dropped 20-something. And they actually lost in two overtimes to um to um, Colin Saxon. He, beat, he dropped 20 straight points in two overtimes. And what we've seen with Brooklyn is that it looks like Harden's taking the backseat role, so he's not going to be scoring as much. I don't think he's bothered anymore. I think he's just going to – I think he wants the ring so he can set himself, say, as an NBA champion. And Kyrie and Durant are going to be the more um, 
offensive duo. Just they're the ones who are going to score. But I've seen some trick because they look bad on the rebound in Brooklyn. Defensively, they don't look at it. And I've seen talks of them that they've been going for some trades for some high, which they need big time. Especially if the Lakers make it to the finals, who's a very physical team and a tall team. They need that height to go up against them. You can have the scorers, but you need the height and defence in that team. What was it like seeing uh, Kyrie Evan back? Oh, so he's, he's one of my favourite players, Tom, obviously. Um, he's got, if not the best handles in the NBA, like one, I think the reason he got these handles is because when he was little, he used to wrap a basketball in a plastic bag and dribble it round. And his handles, are they're fun to watch. He, like I say, dropped 37, I think. Drop thirty the other night again. It's just good to see him back. When he's there, he's he's amazing. Like he'll do every he'll assist defensively. He's poor, but offensively, like he's he's unstoppable. To be fair, do we know why he was out for so long? Yeah, yeah, he had mental health problems. I think he was going through a rough patch at the moment. I know he bought like George Floyd's family a house and that. He gave um, some money to homeless charity, like five hundred grand or something in Brooklyn. Like he was just doing bits and bobs, but. I think he were depressed, like he was going through a rough patch. We all, we all, what's going on? I mean, you got to respect that, but it'd be nice to be open and honest about it in future. Just, just to yeah. know what's going on, so he's not being slated on ESPN and other things because, like, <laughs> exactly. it'd be nice to know. I know it's a tough thing. It's a tough state. It's a tough um, thing to talk about, and it's it's definitely a real stigma that people don't understand. But he should definitely talk about that because people can help him. And a lot of people will be able to understand as well because if if he'd have said that from the start, that people have been like, "Well, take as much time as you need, man." Yeah, exactly. Like and like you've just said, I'm sure people wouldn't have been slaying him on ESPN or Twitter and that, saying like it should get traded and that. When it is, you don't know what's going on behind the closed door. Like he's I mean, going. I, said, didn't I? I said, oh well, well, if he needs to sh- man up, he needs to know what he's doing. Yeah, like. so yeah know exactly. That's why he, sh- he probably should have just said what's going on, so he wouldn't have got so much flack. But fair play, he's took it and he come out and told the truth. So I uh, wish him well, man. And, uh, it's a tough thing, yeah, so man. he's dealing with it well. Serious problem, minute mental health. But- for sure, mate. So, do you think with with this trio, then we obviously lost. Do you think they're still in, in contention for the league, or is it just yeah, slowly fading yeah. away? Nah, they, they lost. I think they lost against Cleveland once, then they beat again, and I think they're on like a. I don't know if it's two game winning streak now. Like, oh no, they lost. They lost last night because um, they weren't playing Durant, Kyrie, or Harden. They had to. Uh, they had to have a break, so they were having a rest. But yeah, they'll. I think they'll still get some fat at least. The Eastern Conference Finals, their league finals, because I think they're gonna. It's gonna be a good game against. I think Milwaukee will make it, so it'll be between them two. But I think the finals are definitely gonna be Brooklyn and I'm gonna say Cl- LA Clippers. I think they're gonna beat Lakers, to be honest. Really, I, mean, I thought the Lakers were the, was a were the men. They are, but Clippers were on a what? I think eleven game winning streak. I think like, Clippers beat Brooklyn at start. I'm sure it was Brooklyn. No, um, thingy beat um, what do you call them? The Clippers beat LA at the start on opening nine. <coughs> oh, um, Lakers. Yeah, yeah, they beat them again. Yeah, so like, yeah, so like, <coughs> Clippers <coughs> never made it to their conference finals. So that's the West. They've never made it. Like, it's pretty wild statistic, but they've never made it. So I think they need to make it this year because they've got two superstars, but. Yeah, I think they've got to make it. I think Brooklyn or Milwaukee definitely in the they're definitely going to the finals in the East, and then it'll be Lakers or Clippers in the West. Brilliant. So it's great, it's, mate. It must be great now as a as a basketball fan seeing that trio in action. Yeah. I know it's gonna take a while to gel. I Irving, Harden, and Durant, but 
listen, it takes time to gel. It takes time exactly. to make some, when they're on fire, man, it's going to be some exciting stuff. I'm excited, yeah. For sure, man, for sure. Right, uh, we'll move on from that, uh, NBA. Uh, I recently watched, yesterday, well, recently, I watched these yesterday, uh, The Mandalorian. Man, shout out to my friend uh, Charlie Keyworth who told me to watch this. Um, brilliant show, absolutely tremendous. And dare I say, Joe, better than the whole the sequel trilogies, man. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it probably is. Uh, but... Dare I say, like, just amazing, like, baby Yoda or Grogu, whatever you want to call Grogu, it. Grogu, yeah, about to see him calling that night. Grogu. <laughs> Grogu, man, it's just him in the Mandalorian. Man, oh, wait, another thing as well, Carl Levers in that was amazing. They were uh, really good. Apollo Creed from Rocky. Oh, yeah, I forgot you in that, yeah. He's brilliant, mate. The way he goes, Mando, it's just brilliant, mate. It's like a, there's like a video of him just saying, just like, it's just every time. Yeah, I can't remember his real name in the thing, but every time Carl Weber says Mando, it's like two minutes long. It's brilliant, mate. But, Honestly, you should give that a watch. Amazing. I will do after I've, after I've finished my anime and that. I'll have to get a watch on, uh, with a free time. I'm going to watch The Scarlet Witch on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to watch that. But Mando, it's been, what, I haven't watched it in two years because I remember it came out at the same time as The Witcher. So I decided to watch The Witcher and then I kind of forgot about it. Then I'm gonna watch it when Grogu pops up. But like, I've never got around to watching it yet, even though I love Star Wars. You know, I've just got around to watch it. What do you know that's happened in it so I can talk about it a little bit? Um, I know. Can I talk about the? I know what happened at the end. Obviously, I know what happens on the last episode. Doesn't Ahsoka come in it? The, with the, a bl- the Jedi. With, yeah, yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah, she's in it. Uh, she, you know the Boba She's sick. Yeah, she she's good. Um, <laughs> I know um, Boba Fett's in it as well. If you know that, Boba Fett. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mate, it's the actual guy who plays Django Fett in. Um, yeah, I know in the prequels. But obviously, they've made it look like it's his son. Obviously, mate, that was amazing. Yeah. Like when I seen I, when I seen the guy and I hear, I thought, I know who that is. I know yeah. that's that Boba Fett. That. Like when he picked up his <laughs> arm, mate. I know they gave him a right badass scene where we're taking stormtroopers out left and right. That scene was fire. I'm, like Disney that. The Rogue One were amazing. I mean, don't let's not forget the Darth Vader scene is probably the best lightsaber fight Disney has ever produced. Like them because the prequels were awful. I think lightsaber fights were awful. And then like the Mandalorian. Prequels, you mean the trequels, trilogy sequels? Trequels. Yeah, it's, um, the Disney ones. Yeah, yeah they awful. And then the Mandalorian's meant to be very good. Like you've told me, my brothers told me, everyone's told me how good it is. So I'm definitely going to get a watch. But it proves that Disney can make good Star Wars content. Oh yeah, for sure, mate. It's just. I don't know what went on with that Star Wars Disney series, Star Wars films, but they, if they followed the Mandalorians, they would have done so much better. It's just even Rogue One. Yeah, mate. Honestly, the Mandalorians were the best things I've ever watched. I said it to you today. Oh, like, wow. and when Skywalker came in at the end, man, oh chills, chills. I know he came in. Yeah, I'm looking, going, holy shit, he's here, Skywalker. <laughs> oh my god, that that little short clip, that short clip of him in the man in the Mandalorian, that three minute clip, did him more justice. Than the whole trilogy sequels did. Wow! Wow! So much more justice, mate. And that's literally said like three words. And honestly, the CGI was amazing. Yeah, it looks it looks good because I know they they tried it on Rogue One and the CG didn't look that good. So then I think everyone were a bit wary with him doing it for Luke Skywalker, but he ended oh, up. Oh, the like, layer one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's another one. The general. What's I forgot his name. The general one looked pretty real. The general one did look pretty real in Rogue One, I thought. But the layer was a bit, you could see. General and layer, them two. And then also Luke looks amazing. That just shows you that we might 
just saying that we might see like some dead actors in movies, maybe if they're allowed to use CG, you could see him doing that in the future. Yeah, if it's done right, I mean, when he comes in with hood up and he's in the whole lightsaber shines, you hear that? Skywalkers in. love hallways, man. <laughs> but I was Skywalkers, my favorite, so it's exciting to see hood him. Up. Black yeah. glove, he's got that, that metal hand with his robotic hand. And you just sit, and when the plane comes in, have you seen the clip or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when the plane comes in, and they say, I wonder who that is. And I'm like, I know who that fuck it is. <laughs> comes in, lies over, <laughs> mate, chill. Badass. It was like Darth Vader's scene, innit? It? Well, this is like Darth Vader's scene. This it, is... it was so, so well done. Like, it was good. To see. I've not even watched Mandalorian, but I had to watch the Skywalker scene. It had to be he finally fulfilled his father's legacy, man. Finally fulfilled yeah. it. Properly, the Mandalorian. I hope we see some more cameos in the Mandalorian and more Jedi's. It's pretty cool, you know, when you see some Jedi's in yeah. it. But there's not, many, there's not many you can put it. I think they'll put Ben Solo in at some point. That that might be tough because this is just set after episode five, isn't it? Uh, it's, set, it's set after episode Return of the Jedi, isn't it? Yeah, episode five. So Luke I'm just saying it depends how many series because there could be a young oh. Ben Solo in it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that because there's no real backstory to Ben Solo. I, I've told you before, I've told you a backstory, Anna, that Luke and his wife were Jedi's because in the Jedi Knights and they have a son, but they can't look after him, so they give him to Leia and Han Solo, and then that's where he becomes Ben Solo. That's in the comics. It is canon, but that's in the comics. What and is then, canon mean? Like, true? Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, it's official. You know, like, um, some, of the, some of the games are, like, it's in the Star Wars universe. Like, there's so many possibilities for Star Wars. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was just a, just a theory. No, no, yeah, he's a comic, a comic, but yeah, it's true. Like that's like a full-on um, fact. <laughs> oh, brilliant! That's what. So because because he went with Luke Skywalker, we could see some Ben Solo cameos, some small, some small cameos of a young Ben Solo training with Grogu, as Luke Skywalker is trick, teaching him. Could see Palpatine. That would be interesting as well, seeing how the Snoke. Yeah, yeah. Power. I was surprised they didn't do that in the Mandalorian. No, that's wow. I know, I know the directors and that were gassing him up, saying, "Oh, he's right overpowered, and he's like, he's like on the level of safe." Like, he didn't do well. He, he died. He, he, he did literally nothing. It were a waste, a waste of potential. Like, but like you've just said, I'd love to see him. Like his backstory, what how strong he is, and everything. It'd be interesting. I think I think he'll have an appearance in Mandalorian because there is some like Gideon is, is in it. Um, Gideon, I think it's Gideon Maxwell. Um, yeah. I think we'll see them. I think we will see it at some point. I'm not sure how the, how it's gonna work. Have you seen that Baby Yoda goes with Luke Skywalker? Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not sure how it's gonna work going with if Baby Yoda's gonna be in it next season because he has to be in it in my opinion. He yeah, has to. Everyone yeah. like will be fuming if he isn't. Like he, him his, his relationship and Mando is just like something else. But yes. depends how long it takes him to train him because like. I think it. Will, I, thought, I don't think it'll be long because apparently in his years, Grogu's fifty years old already, so he's old. So like, because Yoda were like what, like three thousand years, something, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So like, I think he grows. So I don't think it'll be long. And we've seen him. He's picked up that buffalo or whatever it was with, and then he's healed, and he's and he can force choke, which broke the internet because Grogu using the force choke and pulling that thing. <laughs> But like he can use dark and um, light sides of the falls, which is interesting to see, which is says same as Mace Window. So like it'll be cool to see. I wonder what'll happen um in the end. I don't know if he'll kill him off because he, he has to there's just have to be some 
reason why he wasn't in this, this I know I know I that wasn't planned, but what like why he wasn't in the Star Wars trilogy sequels, because if he's that powerful, why wasn't he there to You see, th- this is the thing, we don't know nothing about Yoda's race. Even in the comics, we don't know nothing. We know there's only been three types of Yodas with obviously Yoda. There's the female one on the um, council, Jedi Council in the prequels. We don't see her a lot. And then we've got Grogu. That is it. We don't know, we don't know where they're from, how, if they're all this strong. Or it's, we need to find out a bit more about Yoda's race. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. If, if he just completely shuts himself off from the Force, Grogu, just, that's why he's not. Because there's a reason like, why he's not featured in the trilogy sequels, that he should be tri- like Just because how powerful he is, you think he would be. If Luke Skywalker can't train Ray, why can't Grogu? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know if he'll kill him off. I don't know if this were right that the Empire wanted Grogu Mandalorian to take Grogu to them because they were going to make clones of him to make an army of Grogu's. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that that'd have been well overpowered, wouldn't it? Really, like they had all all Grogu. So yeah, for sure, mate. Uh, One right, so we'll move on from that. But yeah, talking about TV shows as well and TV series. But let me just say, yeah, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, watch it because it's amazing. That goes for anyone that's listening. And you, Joe, get that shit watched. Yeah, I need some. But um, yeah, another thing that came out yesterday, I see, you know, it just blew the internet up. It's trending all over. Harry Potter TV series. I mean, first of all, Joe, it's an early development yet. Um, what do you think of that? Well, I know you're a massive fan of this, Charlie, so you're probably going to be excited. But for me, I haven't watched Harry Potter since, I think, the Deathly Harold back in 2012. So I... I haven't really watched it, but obviously Harry Potter, it'd, it'd be amazing. Like, what would the show be about? Would it be about Snape? Because I've seen um, people won um, Ben Solo's actor, Kylo Ren's actor, to play a young Severus Snape, which I could literally see him playing that. Same, yeah, same. Yeah, so I could see that. Or would it be about Ganondorf? Like, would it be Fantastic Beasts, like, in between the Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts films? Like, the Harry Potter's like Star Wars, isn't it? Like, the doors, what you could open for that universe is felt like let's say hundreds yeah exactly I'm, 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 one theory i did read where, where, where if this is true i said just leave it alone then leave it alone because it's one of those things where you're just not going to mess with the the, the, the storyline if they're re- redoing the films as no. a series like fuck no. that shit man. nah that's nasty like, don't ruin something that's, pitch, that's perfect yeah exactly that, that'll never happen no, no they'll never reboot harry potter well maybe like a few years like but that would cause some massive outrage i feel yeah, 100%. I, I'm not even like the biggest fan of Harry Potter, but to see someone else play it, the, um, Harry Potter, and it's not Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, like, come on, man, like, can't be having that. Daniel Radcliffe is, uh, is Harry Potter, isn't he? Like, it's like Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Like, you, you don't want to see anyone else playing them. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But what, the, what was suggested was what you brought up is the Marauders. Of that being the way a group of four Gryffindors and classmates, Remus Lupin, Peter Pettigrew, Sirius Black, and James Potter, and obviously you've got Severus Snape in Slytherin. Um, the four attended Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry from 1971 to 1978. They had a knack for rule breaking and mischief making, and obviously Voldemort was in that that year as well. Oh, so. I'd love to see Voldemort. Oh, and he's like, I love Voldemort. I'd love to see more about Voldemort. Everyone has always wanted to see that the Marauders come to play. And I feel that would be a great idea. Something like that. I mean, do, I'm all for that. Like, I'm all for that. Another idea that was suggested was a post Harry Potter one. So after they've left, where could be his you kids. know, you, you could, could be his kids. We've seen it. We had kids, didn't they? It could I'm be not, his kids. 
Yeah, here's the thing with that, though. If I'm presuming she'll be involved. J.K. Brown will be involved. The OGs don't like her, do they now? Because of her transgender comments. Like Emma Watson yeah. has a massive dislike for her. So does Daniel Oh, Radcliffe. wow, really? Emma Watson does? She's I a massive trans that. supporter, isn't she? And Daniel Radcliffe's come out writing a massive ass- essay saying how he's just, just disgusted by the comments and he oh, wow. ruined, ruined the books and the films. Oh, wow, I didn't know that either. Wow. So I'm not sure if that would that would happen, to be honest with you. I guess, like, I think she'd be involved in the writing and to some of the plot, but I don't think she'd have too much to do. Do you know, like... um. Thingy wise, um, oh, go on, what do you call it? The actual production. and that, yeah, yeah. I think she'd do some of the writing, but I'd like to see like the ki- like um, the kids, like Harry Potter's kids, Ron. Did Ron, Ron and Hermione got together, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They called, yeah, their kids, like, well, I'd like to see, I'd like to see a Voldemort spin off. I, I, I love Voldemort. I want to see more of Voldemort, like, to see a Voldemort spin off, how we became bad, like. What what happened to him and that? You know what I mean? Like I'd love to see a Voldemort spin off. Exactly, that would be that would be brilliant, mate. Like the post Harry Potter. I mean, I'm not I'm hugely for it. Like I feel like you should yeah. leave that that sort of era alone. That's Definitely. Written. Um. Yeah, I'll leave it alone. But I think before that, the Marauders, man, that would be amazing. Like, I'm all for that shit. Like do that. Definitely. Even with Voldemort spin off, that would be crazy, man. Yeah, well, like, I'd love seeing. Like it would help you. Uh, like. Cobra Kairos, it would help you understand the grey areas of why he is like he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like with like with Crease, like why is he like that? But what happened to Voldemort to I know we've had um we've got ideas, but like why did he why did he go down that dark path? Like what happened to him to make him be like that? 100 percent And like I say, that serious black uh, uh snake one, man. That would be a per- everyone wants Adam Driver to play him. Uh, Adam Driver, that's him. him. I've that seen everyone wants that. I've seen people photoshopping Adam Driver on <laughs> his body, and it looks even looks like him as well. You know what I mean? Like he he even even acts like him, which I'd love to see a young Severus Snape. To be honest, like it'd be a, a good series. I'd watch that. In it, mate. I would watch that. Like Severus Snape, <laughs> like because everyone like loves him now. Because obviously, yeah. at the end, it was showing that he was actually a really good guy. And, that would be brilliant. He has the perfect personality, like you say, like Adam Driver. Like he looks like him. He acts <laughs> like him. He's like a mini Harrison Ford and a mini a mini um. What's the real guy's name who played Severus Snape? It's Harrington in it. Something in it. I thought. Oh, that's too many. I'll figure it out. The, the guy who plays Severus. Alan. Snape, it's like, Alan something. I think. Oh, yeah, it isn't all. I don't remember his name, but um, he's he's passed away now, hasn't he? I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, passed away. I mean, I wonder if you know if they did a post one, they'd bring like Harry Hagrid on that back. I mean, I don't know. That's the giant, isn't it? That, it it would be surreal. Giant. Yeah, the giant. It would be surreal seeing all them guys back in that role, man. I do love Harry Potter. It would. It would be like surreal. Like childhood, isn't it? It's like my child comeback. But they, it, then again, if they ruined it, I would never forgive it. Yeah, well, yeah, t- to it's be fair. fucking yeah. huge risk. It's like, it's like Cobra Kai, man. If they ruin this, if they ruin Cobra Kai, but obviously they haven't. If they ruined it, then it, no one would forgive them, man, because they've ruined a franchise there. It's, it's like... Huge. It's, it's a bit different, but I'm, I'm just going to talk about an anime for a second. Like, I, I have watched what the first season of this anime was perfect for me. Like, the characters were amazing. Like, I know it, did, I did, it didn't end properly, but for me, it ended good. Like, I don't want to ruin it. And because I know the animation, the music, and like the entire second season's filler. Like, when we all we all know about filler, you know what I mean? Like, and so, like, I'd prefer to leave a good note. And I've seen like um, Attack on Titan's studio getting a lot of hate. Like I prefer the old one, 
But that episode, what happened on Saturday was speechless. So when so it can end up good when say if it goes go a different direction, but then like you said, it more likely goes bad if they try and touch like the more like the originals. If you're gonna do it, I've um J.K. Rowling needs to be involved in the writing process because she is the heart and soul of, of Harry Potter. HBO Max, I mean, not sure what link they have to Harry Potter usually. That's a bit of a weird one. It's because it's owned by Warner Bros. Um, Warner Bros. That'd be it then. But I just totally don't Warner do Bros. what I owns do. HBO. That's why they're... they're ah, gone. right. Well, I just hope yeah, they don't Game do of Thrones. Mate. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they own all sorts then. What I hope they don't do is, mate, is do do it like a disney plus i've ruined it ruin it because that's what i want to see a friend i don't want to see another piece of my childhood ruined i just don't want to see that <laughs> I, I totally agree like 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 we said the star wars were bad but they seem they're redeeming themselves a bit with the mandalorian and i think disney was definitely overhyped i'm not gonna lie like i think they've took too long to get some stuff out like the marvel stuff especially like the scarlet witch has only just come out I've heard some good things. It's weird, but I've heard some good things from it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to get out a watch. It's again like Obi Wan Kenobi. Like the whole story has been filmed for that for a while, and they've just only they only started filming it in March. Like it's crazy. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2022 people got to wait for that. It's crazy. Seven the Mandalorian people got to wait 2022 now for season season um three. Yeah, so what's happening to Lighten, bro? Uh, two sex and um, is that better? Uh, a little bit. We'll do That's that. better. Yeah, he's back. He's yeah. back. Um, but yeah. Um, like the way that is a good point, actually. They're making people wait too long for these sort of things. Like, oh, well, I've got to wait another year for that now. Like, it's just gonna be yeah. no trailers or anything, no, no, nothing released. Good news about Hayden Christians, obviously. Then Mandalorian got to wait another year for maybe deep into 2022. I mean, I get 2020 was a crazy year, but there's something you could have found ways around it, man. Definitely. Wait, look what happened with Netflix this year. Um, I've had to wait two years for Stranger Things season four. One of my favorite shows that is tough. Um, I've had to wait two years for The Witcher, which got a lot of hype. We're competing with The Mandalorian at um, 2019 Christmas. So that got a lot of hype. And then I don't even know. Um, that's about it, really. Like, I think Corona obviously helped, stops that a lot. Um, but I'm waiting, I'm waiting a while for the is Sex Education, another show which I'm excited about. But we've heard nothing from it yet. But I really want to watch it. The thing is, when you when you leave something too long, it builds expectation, and it's hard to meet yeah. that expectation. I mean, Cobra Kai, wait, we said it was long, but it met that expectation by a mile. Like it just it's passed it, man. That's the problem when you do it. You, you you bring up expectation too high, and you can really undersell yourself when you do things like that. See, I'm gonna talk about a show what I love for a quick second. Game of Thrones did that. That I think that show took an extra year off. We're a year and a half, and two years it took off. To get this season right and it were a catastrophe there were a starbucks cup edited in like the one of the meant to be the biggest fight in the entire show were an utter disappointment like the biggest bad guy got hit, killed in one hit like i don't even think he killed anyone literally died in one hit like it, it, that season was absolutely atrocious like i'm not even a diehard game of thrones fan and i was angry but i know people who love live and die for that show was furious i mean they was not having it, having it at all. Like, we were insane. I mean, I, everyone says it's the worst season, the worst ending of TV history. I, I totally agree. I have to agree with that. It is awful. <laughs> yeah. I have to wait. It was bad. Yeah, I can remember I can remember it came out everyone was hyping up, especially YouTube 
YouTuber I follow, McJuggernauts. He was loving it. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, oh shit, was that? Was, it's a shame when you when the things like that get ruined when it's so everyone loves it for so many years and then you just you don't cap it off. I mean, no matter how good the series was, an ending is always forged in your mind. And when you rewatch it, that ending is forged in your mind again. Exactly. So like, I'm planning to rewatch it soon, but I'm not going to watch that last season. I, I can't do it. It's like my favourite character, Jon Snow, his entire story was completely pointless at the end. He started off somewhere and then ended up back at where he started. So the character development went, the character went insane in minutes. Like, I don't think the book hasn't finished. George R.R. R. Martin said the book is coming out soon, but that this has been years. And I think he had some, um, what do you call it, um, influence in the show in the final season, but I don't think he had a lot. And I think this final season strayed away from the books. And that's why it got a lot of hate. Because I know that there's obviously loyal fans with the books. But they didn't really follow that. I'm sure they didn't anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. That's it. That's it. It's important you cap off a TV show. And the ending should always be thought about when you start a series. You should always think about how that ending is going to be influenced. And how, it, how it's going to be capped off. Right. That's always important in my opinion. But it can't be a good ending of a show. Because it always will. If the series has not, not always been as good. But you end it right. You get that good feeling about it. And you can leave that series mean. alone now. No, it's you've been satisfied by it. I'm gonna quickly the, the greatest show ever that were Breaking Bad, greatest ending in TV history. Then nothing will beat that. That that were amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you love your Breaking Bad, don't you? I disagree. I think Prison Break is the best one. I know you've said that, but you need to give Breaking Bad a big chance. The first season to. To anyone, the first season is awful. I don't need to watch it. I haven't said I'm going to watch it for a while. I know too many spoilers, though. It's like watching something. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you know what I mean? think, think me and other person has been spoiling it for your own. Kian Richards, that's naming, man. That's <laughs> yeah. Kian Richards sabotaged me ever watching it. My dad says it's brilliant. I mean, I will watch it at some point. Um, but Prison Based, I've always loved that. I've watched it about six times, obviously. You have. You've I'll said always, to me. I'll always stay loyal, man. I'll always stay loyal. That ensues. That ensues. You can't be a good super. We need to do an episode one time. We're not doing it now, but an episode where we just talk about our favorite TV shows. That's yeah, better. definitely. Our favorite TV shows, like top five. We did, we did sitcoms, but TV shows is a bit different because it's more in depth. And yeah, yeah, we do need things. to do that to be fair. That would be, be a a bit, that would be a good episode. Um, but yeah, that was a good chat about that anyway. But I'll move on to some. I'm not very, I'm a bit, I'm a bit ashamed to talk about, not too ashamed, but you know what, it's, it's happening. So let's talk about it. Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for anime, yeah. <laughs> this is Ben asking. Uh, when people ask I was me, gonna, I was going to say when you were telling me the topics, where's the Jake Paul thing? Because I thought I knew you wouldn't be able to not talk about it. I mean, when people ask me, what's this? Why do you hate? Well, not hate. Why do you dislike boxing over MMA so much? And why? What's the state of boxing? There's your answer, man. Very. <laughs> it's not even that Jake Paul's fighting. It says he's fighting Ben Askren, who's a wrestler, never even boxed in his life, and. Just fight someone who can at least throw a punch. I mean, he's, he's a professional exactly. fighter. He's a professional fighter, yes, but if you've ever watched a Ben Askren fight, he never uses his stand-up ever. And when he uses his stand-up, he gets clipped. He got outstruck by Damian Meyer, who can barely strike himself. I'm not trying to shit on Ben Askren here. He's one of my favourite fighters. Yeah, yeah. He can't box that well. Like, he ain't a good boxer. Like, And Jake Paul, I'll give him credit, is a half-decent boxer. Half-decent hey, boxer. Is, I, don't yeah. to, I don't want to hate on him just all the time because he's doing this and that, but... He's half decent, and I, and it's gonna put MMA to shame when he knocks him out because I will put, he will knock Ben Askren out. I believe and Ben Askren's tough. He's a professional MMA fighter. Yes, he's been hit by the best. He's fought the best in the world, no doubt. But he's also never 
stood there and striked with the best in the world. He's took him down and used his in-game wrestling on him. Because when you've got wrestling, you don't need to strike. When you've got a tremendous well, yeah. Olympic-level wrestler like him, you don't need to strike because you can do that. And this is this is my issue, man. If I hadn't seen him against Damon Marr on the feet, then I might have been, oh, you know what? He might not, he, I will see. But I've seen his striking. And it's and he was losing a striking battle with Damien Meyer. That's my scare. That's a scary thought. Well, yeah, like you've said, UFC. If if he loses, this is gonna look bad. Like you don't want that deal. Like he's gone to war with UFC. Like he's been after Dana White. He's been after everyone in the. I don't know why the UFC all of a sudden. He's been after everyone. I'm not sure why the UFC have allowed it. He's still look. He's still in the contract with the UFC. I'm not sure why they've allowed it. Oh, why is it? Jake Paul said that himself. He said he's not sure why the UFC allowed him to go fight Ben Askren. Um, oh, wow. Because Ben Askren's under contract with UFC still, even though he retired. So it's a super surprise. I am, to be honest with you, too, because if, I'm not going to say when, because it's a bit disrespectful, but if he loses, which I do think he will, a lot of people yeah. have predicted he will, even MMA fans and stuff and fighters, if he loses, it's going to be, a, it's not going to be massive, but he's going to be saying, oh, well, I can look, I've done to MMA fighter now. Like, but he can't, the thing is, he can't box Ben Askren. It's just got, got in the sense, I know one of my favorite fighters is going to get knocked out. I just think he's going to get knocked out. A YouTuber. Just, by YouTuber, yeah. And he, well, I'll be respectful. He's all right, boxer. I'll give him. By an average amateur YouTuber, boxer. Let's be fair. Um, yeah, yeah. I wanted. I, I know he's not fighting, but I want to see KSI versus Jake Paul so much. Why yeah. you do it? Like, come on, man. I mean, when people say to me, "Oh, do you hate this YouTube boxing thing?" No, I don't. I don't hate it. Oh, at all. Yeah. I, I, I've got no, respect no, for it, man. It's bringing eyes to the sport. But these fights, like Ben Askren wrestler versus Jake Paul, it's just a complete. It's unfair. It's and silly. he's gonna brag about it, isn't it? Like, oh, I'm I'm too. I know. Jake Paul said he, he went up against Annie. Some Gable has been boxing for a couple of months. He went up against yeah Nate Robson's and yeah, to be fair, Gable fighting for for a while though. I think he was set, yeah, set Gabe, time as Jake. He were awful, weren't he? Like he were on his knees the entire fight. Like he was like crouching on that. And you've got Nate Robson. Yeah, he were an athlete, but he only been boxing for a few months. And then when he was going on about Conor McGregor, he's like, "Yo, one and oh as a box." One and always a box, and that's because he fought Floyd Mayweather. Like, come on, man, you, you can't compare that. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if you were doing it to wind people up, which, yeah, I'm... of course, it is. it's all a gimmick with him. That's what you gotta learn. Is <laughs> I, at first, I was like, I hate this dude, well, he's just an idiot. I hate this dude, but you know, I've become more accepting of it now. He's just playing a character, he's trying to make some money. Fair yeah. play to the kid. I've actually had a nice guy off camera, to be honest with you. From what, I've yeah, seen. He, I'm not being, nice I used kid. to like him like back, back in like 2017, and that he would. He was good to watch. Like obviously Logan, were, he's my fa- he probably was my favorite. He's grown up a lot. Look how much he's matured. Like it, it's insane to see how much he's matured. And I'm happy he got against Floyd, but like I don't know why. That obviously yeah, that shouldn't be happening. But we, we, we spoke about that before. That definitely shouldn't be happening. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean he's a nice guy. The people like, who have spoke about him said he's a decent guy off camera. Like. It is all it is all a gimmick to make money and getting him and I'm fair play to him. He wants to fight, but let's I'm not expecting like this. Everyone's saying, "Oh, fight a real pro boxer." I ain't expecting him to do that. Like, he's not lose money. Like lose lose for him, man. Why would he do that? It's not going to bring any interest. They, they've been training a lot longer than he has. It doesn't make sense just to just to get his name tarnished. Do you know what I mean? It's not it doesn't make sense. Yeah. At all. I don't expect him to fight a pro boxer. Like, I expect him to fight someone who can fight. Boxing. Yeah, like someone like, who can box. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, Van der Kane for say, who's an NHL player, a bit of boxing experience. Maybe do it. Oh, wow. Better numbers to that. Who called him out? You know, get get some people like, and then make like Bispin, Dylan Dennis. People got, like got a little bit of stand up to him. I've heard it. Yeah, hasn't got much stand up to him. Like he's like apparently he used to do a bit of boxing training when he first started, but we never seen that. And when we did see, it, it doesn't look sharp. 
That's well, he looks stiff, like he looks a bit slow and stiff, stiff slow. That's the issue. Jake Paul, and he's just had hip replacement. That's what worries him all. He's just had hip oh, replacement, man. and you need your hips in boxing. Yeah, definitely. Because of the pivot and stuff. Yeah. You need your hips. That was a terrible punch, but you need your hips in boxing, <laughs> sort of thing. But um, definitely, you need your hips like pivot. You pivot your shots and stuff like that. But that's that's my scary thing as well. And it, and Jake Paul, let's be honest, he's quick. He is very quick, man. He is. Yeah, he is. Quick. And I'm a bit worried. It was in a sting him and hurt him, man. And he's saying about five seconds and lock him out quicker than did Masvidal did. I don't see that happening. Because you have to have, you have to count first, don't you? So I don't see yeah, yeah. He's just talking there. But you know what? Fair play to the kid. He's got to get a name like Ben Askren on his record. If he beats him, I, know, I would like to see him fight. In fact, I do like the idea of him fighting MMA fighters, to be honest with you. That's not a bad idea. But this fight's someone that can strike half decent. Yeah, like you've said, like someone who can box in like, UFC, and they're like, who's, who's good at striking? Like a can... Bispin, a Woodley. Someone who's going to bring names. Yeah. A Thompson, maybe. A Thompson would beat him easily. Um, a lot of these guys, I think, would beat him. But like, Conor, Conor McGregor, let's not be silly. Like, Conor McGregor would beat him easily. Oh, <laughs> but some of these names that bring a little bit of interest, man. Like Dylan Dennis, that's a good fight. I like that fight. Um, you've said boxing. you've said to me before that that'd be a good fight. I don't mind it, but you know what? Fair play to the kid. April April seventeenth, it's going down. Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. We'll see what happens. Um, have you, I don't know if you've seen that, mate. Uh, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather have been pushed back. Oh, has it? Been postponed, yeah. So, um, oh a lot, wow. A lot of people are predicting it was not going to go ahead now because of the backlash. Me? Wow, I didn't know that. Wow, that's been interesting. But Logan Paul's, um, I think he's disputing that on his podcast recent uh, yesterday. Seen the new podcast set up, by the way. What is it? Is, is the guest on it this week? Uh, he's just talking amongst friends. They've, got, they've had the new setup, haven't they? Have you seen it? Ah, uh, no, no. I've only watched a few of his podcasts. I've watched like the Matt Tyson one. Let me just get it up now. I'll show the people. Uh, yeah. On share screen, let me just find it. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, honestly, mate. It's a um. Because he said it, it was funny crap. Yeah, it looks like the inside of Sponge, SpongeBob's arse or something. I've <laughs> it, seen that quote. I think I've seen that quote. His old setup looks like that anyway. Um, I've seen his. I've seen his old one definitely. Like Matt Tyson one were interesting. And they were taking mushrooms and that. Yeah. Oh, that was very good. I, I I'm a, a big. Obviously, I don't like drugs or anything like that. But I think that was a pretty uh, interesting podcast. It was that Matt Tyson were off his head like. I thought you were going to kill that pigeon, you know, when he were stroking. He's like, what's the point of this? Like, talking about life and that. I was like, whoa. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Have you not seen that clip? No, I haven't, actually. Like, I'll share send it, yeah. Yeah. Like, this I is set up. Can you see it? TikTok. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, oh, wow. So, like, isn't it? Not, not too bad, I don't I think, think. to be fair. Like, it looks a lot more professional. Um, yeah, they did it a podcast yesterday, in it, for the first time. And uh, I thought that was pretty interesting, to be honest with you, the way they did it. But, it is. Um, yeah, like fair play to me. I'm a big fan of Logan. I, 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 I've always like, been a fan of him. I, I stuck. Obviously, the thing what happened with him uh, that were bad, but like you just said, he's matured. He's. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan before, but I think he's matured, like you say, and he really picked himself up. I totally agree with that. He definitely has. Which is good. For, which is good for a person of his standard. And, and I, I like how he took the KSI loss as well. Took it on yeah. the chin. Like a fair bit of yeah. And it, they have respect. And, like, do you think that ever happens, by the way? KSI versus Logan Paul? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope it does. Wait, look I, mean, how... I mean, the podcast, not the fight again. I mean, the podcast. Ah, the podcast. That'd be good to see, yeah. Have they, they, done planned it. they planned it, didn't they? But they wanted to. Do, they were going to do it. Oh, I hope they do it. I mean, they could They could do it over Zoom. Obviously, I know like, we can't travel now, can we? So we probably be waiting a while. But like, it, I'd love to see that, to be fair. Because I know... KSI had some mad respect for him because they were protesting, weren't he, in, in um, when we 
June or something. Um, KSL, like, that means a lot to him and everything. Like, they've, they've got respect for each other. Like, they talk and that, no, I mean, so like, it's good to see that from them both as they were going at each other, weren't they, all the time? Making diss tracks and that, but like, we don't really want to see that. Yeah, I'm a bit past that. Do you think that with that, though, it's um, more hate or just for the show between just, the KSL and Logan? I think it's just for the show. I do think they respect each other, they like like they like each other, but I do think it's for sure, definitely. With Jake and KSI, do you think it's the same or do you think it's different? I think it's a hate there, mate. I think it's here there. I don't think KSI likes him at all. I've seen a clip going around recently where Jake Paul were asking for, for something off KSI, and KSI just stormed past him, and Jake Paul were kind of shocked and scared. No, I mean, like, KSI just weren't bothered about him at all. Have you, have you seen that old clip of uh, Jake Paul behind KSI? I think so. Um, and he's, like, fanboying over him. He's about to ask yeah, him for yeah, a picture. That, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that's the video, yeah. And yeah. KSI just goes past him, didn't it? Yeah, I've seen that. It was, it was really funny. It was pretty crazy, that old, because they used to hang out together, like, KSI hung out with Logan Paul before all this. Yeah, they did, yeah, they did. Not like stuff. a concert of um, rewind and that back in 2017. Like everyone got on, but like I, I know him and Jake Paul. That's definitely hate that them two do not like yeah. each other. Yeah, like, I don't think there's respect there for him. I just don't care. So I hates him. Yeah, not he hates him. him. Well, well, yeah. Hate like, even when um, Jake Paul showed cares, I respect him. But like, there's one quote he said, "Fuck off, you cunt," or something like that. <laughs> he just doesn't like him, does he? Like, when, when, when Logan showed mm-hmm. KSI respect, it's been the other way around. Like, he's been like, cheers, man, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, as I yeah. don't know what I don't know what it is. Maybe because Jake Paul does like shits there a lot more. Like, and he, um, I know this is about stuff, but I know he broke COVID rules again over there for having a party. But like, oh, Jake Paul, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's annoying. I don't think the rules apply to them, do they? Yeah, exactly. Like, like with all these TikTokers and all them, they think they can go and do what they want. Like, you know what I mean? But I mean, you've got people like and that, like the side men who used to meet together all the time, didn't they? And do like, but they aren't. They're just doing Zoom calls now. Yeah. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's just weird times, man. It's weird times. But um, yeah, like I say, it's all. I think a lot of it's for show. A lot of it makes money, doesn't it? So that's why they do it. Yeah, but I think definitely. that Jake Paul versus KSI one, it's definitely hatred. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to interview some of them in the future. That'd be great, to be honest with you. What? KSI yeah. especially. And actually, I've got a good, quick announcement actually on here to make. Let me just double check it's the right date before I, I do announce it. Um, we have an actor coming on the podcast pretty soon uh, from Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, he makes a short cameo, man. But I've set it up. Uh, he's also in Ozark. Um, oh, well, the Netflix show. Yeah, he's an actor. Oh, man. Rick Perez, let me just check the date. Um, mid, so we're filming with him on February 2nd, midday. He's in Cobra Kai, makes a short cameo. And he's the guy that says, don't get all high and mighty to the room. So you're the, you're the one that taught those kids that my agi crap. You're the, <laughs> your, your student hurt Diaz. You read what you sell. Let's go meet him, man. That's, it, that's exciting. I remember that scene. That was a good scene. So he's coming on the podcast. Very excited about that. First actor, uh, 50k followers on Instagram, actually. It's a big, big, big following, to be honest. Yeah. And also, um, trying to set something up with Joe Zio as well, who plays Kyla, speaking to his manager. So, Oh, wow, really? Someone's going to hopefully get set up with that as well, hopefully. So we'll hopefully sort that out. Yeah. No, but nothing confirmed. Just send an email. So. Still, though, yeah. Mess me back to always... me to, mess me back to me to send an email, so working on that there's well. always that hope in there but I'm, I'm glad we're getting into this hollywood stuff because i'm like i like getting into these hollywood actors and stuff and it's yeah, a bit like the thrill, the thrill you get with basketball players man it's like speaking to someone in that sort of realm's gonna be yeah, an american 
a totally different thing for me. I was like, obviously, the, the language barrier where I had a bit like, so I, I called football soccer a few times. And like, I, they, they didn't understand me all the time. So I had to like speak a bit slower. You know what I mean? But it's weird. It's kind of weird um, talking to him, you know what I mean? Because, and it's good to hear their accent, like, face to face. It's that interesting that you, so, so you want to know everything, don't you? So it's so intriguing to stay in American stories. Yeah. Like, I'd love to live there for a few years and just see what it's like. Be Definitely. I mean, that Mark Maltzby you've into is not actually out yet, but that was a big one, wasn't it, for you? And that yeah. was, I think, would you say that's your favorite one out of the lot you did? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like Jonathan were good, Briggs were good also. But yeah, he he gave a lot of good answers. Like he said he had COVID and that and football player, like he were a walk on to a team, which is impressive. And um yeah, he was just a nice guy to talk to on that. All of them were good to talk to. It's enjoyable. Well, I wanna know that I wanna know this, be honest with it, we'll be honest with it as well. You know, when you were sat in that Zoom call and you're waiting for him to come, what are your yeah. feelings like? Because my I'll be honest, mine are Jesus Christ, I'm fucking shitting it here. Like when, <laughs> and when anyone joins, like, fucking hell, oh, my God. Like, I could be could my friend or anything, like, oh, my God, I am terrified to do this. <laughs> what is your feelings like going into it? I, I usually just look on my phone, try and call. I'm more, I'm more like, before I'm waiting in the Zoom call, I'm more nervous before I'm in the Zoom call. I'd say definitely, you know, leading up to it. It's like when, and I, this is a good way to put it, when I'm waiting in queue for a roller coaster, my stomach's going... <laughs> I'm on the roller coaster. I kind of calm down a bit. I'm like, right, this is happening. You've just got to get through it. That's that's how I find it. Like, I'm nervous. Don't get me wrong, but when when the interview's about five minutes in, I start to like speak slower, talk a bit more. You've just, that's what we've got to do, in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm. Like, my nerves go through the roof. Like, <laughs> uh, when when it starts, I'm like, ah, oh, I got you doing all that sort of stuff. It's good, mate. But when before, mate, I, I can imagine when we do this Rick Press interview. When we do the podcast, I ain't gonna be in the call. You make going absolutely bananas. I'm be shitting me then because that's what's like, that's always I'm, when when it, when it starts, mate. I'm like, oh, it's good, chill. I'm good now. Yeah, it is there. Yeah. But before, mate. No, oh, I do. I get nervous before big time. It's like so, like five minutes when I'm sat in the call, I'll just kind of sit on my phone, <laughs> listen to a bit of music for a couple of minutes. <clears throat> Sorry, and that kind of chill out a bit, and then but like. Honestly, before I'm even in this call, I get nervous before I'm in the call, definitely. That's the most nerve-wracking part. That's why I try and message you before, because I'm like, if I don't message you, I bet he's me panicking like me. So I just try and, that's why I always send you like, you know what, yeah. I say, oh yeah, repeat stuff. Like, you've already told me this, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to tell you again, just to keep you occupied for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like you said, to... do my intro, which I do before all the time now, before they come in so I can get it right. Ask him a question after the intro to get the conversation going. Exactly, that's what, that's what you gotta do, mate. But even when they come in, it's just a simple like, like I'm not gonna try and pick Keen out and slight him here, but what Keen did wrong with talking before is that he didn't create conversation beforehand. I mean that's important yes. when you're doing an interview, it's just create a little bit of conversation and make 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 you feel comfortable, but let alone make them feel yeah. comfortable as well. So then they feel you know what, he's a good lad, let's just do his that. They're probably just as nervous. They're yeah. probably just as nervous as man. And well, yes. Like, Especially from the, like someone from the UK reaching out and asking an American to like, you know what I mean? Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a bit nerve wracking, I'd say. So anyone that's listening, I've had a few people actually reach out to me for, for asking advice and stuff. I'm not just trying to big myself up and they just see what I do and they see, they say how do you do this and all that. But um, one thing, one thing I would say is just try and make things calm with yourself and them, and that's how you do it. Is create a little bit of conversation before and off camera. Yeah. And the same. What I do, you, yeah. Same when you. Think I just. It. All I usually say is, hello, how's it going? Have you had a busy day? And, that? and they'll be like, yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, I can't lie. I haven't had a much busy day today. I've had kind of like a chill day today. So that's usually 
and what I say, <laughs> vibing out, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the work is for tomorrow, you know what I mean? Work is for tomorrow. Is not... what I mean. It's gonna be a busy night tonight, man. I've got loads of stuff to do. I told you, I told you earlier, you know, I edited done the uh, Chevron FC women interview, and I yeah. edit that so that's tomorrow. This I'll probably edit tomorrow, and then I've got the uh, studies work to do, feature news video. Mate, honestly, <laughs> I've got to do loads now. I've got to do my last lit review. I've got to find a lit review first. I've got to add a quote to my comment. I've got to edit my video. <laughs> I've got maths work to do. I've got a lot of maths work to catch up on. Because Nick, I had you today, told me that Joe, you've got to, if you want to go to uni, you need that maths grade. So he said to me, Joe, it, as long as you get that passing journalism, you're good. And if you get the four in maths, that's perfect. You can't do any better. So I'm going to, I've been doing some maths, but I'm going to focus on that and try and get that, try and get that out of the way. Where do you advise for you? Get some past papers done. Yeah. Best, I know. When I was doing my maths thing, every day, mate, after school, free papers, free past, free past papers, sorry, it's been too fast there. Free past papers on my desk, doing it, working away at it, mate. That really helped me. Just get some past papers off your teacher, send them over, work away on. Honestly, mate, just, just so much good, because then you get then used to the structure of it. Yeah. Just learning techniques can be just different than just doing a paper. Exactly, yeah. So but I do find my maths tough, but I need to get it done this year. Like I need to get maths out of my way so I don't have to do it again. Is I have to. Yeah, it's an essential. It's a central grade you need. But you know, even if you got even if you got the passing journalism, when you had all the experience you've got now, I don't. I think they would let you in, but it's better to have the maths, maths grade. It's, yeah, sure. for future in it, for the future, you can at least have a better grade in maths. Definitely, mate. Uh, finally, there's fucking loads of stuff getting here to talk about, but there's no way I've got time. We've got time for all this. Um, we're going to talk about this last week, but we didn't get time. So, dream interviews. I've got dream interviews, paying for interviews. And What are your Not- thoughts on that? Would you pay for interviews with, if it's, say, worth it? Or who would you... Who, is, is this leads us to the question, then. Who would you pay... Three people you would pay to interview and how much the most you would pay for it? Ah, uh, that's tough, um... Three people I'd pay to interview. Probably one of them, it'd probably be an actor. So if it were any, it'd probably be like um, Brian Cranston of Breaking Bad. You see, like, if, if if it's anyone, it'd definitely be him. I'd pay for him. And 300 of what, but obviously he's a massive actor. So it'd probably be even more than that, wouldn't it? So it'd probably be like, what, like 800 pounds or something? Because he's got millions of followers everywhere. He's a massive actor. But when you've got someone like him on the show, you're gonna get a bit well more known. He's probably if if he posts that like that guy you've talked about, he'd you get loads of followers, more views. So probably about I'd say like eight hundred pound for him. Like it'd be tough if I wanted to pay. If I if I were a big big podcast, yeah, like yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? But he'd definitely be one. A footballer would be one. I'd I'd yeah. love to be a footballer. Um, be realistic. Cause probably not probably not be able to pay for an hour to do one. Yeah, obviously not Ronaldo. So it'd probably be like, um, I'll go for someone from Menu, obviously. Um, let's go Mason Greenwood. Like, I know he's I know he's not well known, but he's still um a young, so he's only twenty. But so I'd probably pay like four hundred for him, like five hundred for him, if I could. Greenwood would definitely be my football choice. Last one. It's tough to be fair. Probably That's someone off. You know, someone like off the office, like a background character, like um, what's his name now? Right, the warehouse. Oh, um, Judy, the guy who plays Doug Judy. Nah, nah, he's massive, isn't it? Craig Robson, I'd love to interview him, but he's massive. Um, yeah, it'd be someone off the office, like a background character, like um, Creed, 
he's a background character off the start, but he does get more bigger in the end. But at the start, I'd love to interview him because he has them one line is what make you crack up big time. There's one scene where it's slap, hit and run. So he stands up, slaps someone, and then runs off screaming. I can't, he'd probably be him to be fair. Brilliant. Uh, mine would be, um, you know, I would, I would, so I'll do my three dream interviews and I'll do who I'd pay for, who are who realistic I'd be able to pay for, and who I would pay yeah, for. Yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk, easy for me, easy to see. Oh, yeah, you're motivational. I just, he just got me through a lot of tough times with work and stuff with his motivations. Um, drug and nerd, has been following him for years and nearly a decade now, I've been following him for. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, Drug and Nuggets, just a huge fan. He's not a massive YouTuber anymore, but he's still got 4 million subscribers and doesn't get many views anymore, but he's still huge to me. And I still love his content. Yeah. Um, and do you know what? I'm just the third one. Um, who's my favorite player? Never, <sighs> Conor McGregor, obviously. I was about to say, yeah, Conor McGregor. Yeah, but you're not going to say Conor McGregor. Oh, that's my man. Conor McGregor for sure. Um, three realistic ones I would pay for. Well, first of all, Ralph Macchio. Easy for me. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Ralph Macchio. Um, second one. Uh, who am I thinking of? Ralph. I think Ralph Macho would probably be probably not easier to get, but I think you'd be able to pay for him. Um, Most realistic, yeah. Fire, fire. Uh, you know what, Dustin Poirier. Yeah, I like Dustin Poirier. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah um, and, you know, True Geordie. Yeah, yeah, I'd be good to get him, to be fair. Three realistic ones that I would pay for. I'd pay, pay for that Sean Kane, and I will pay for him, but they're like the three I would pay a lot of money for. So with, with uh, Ralph Macho, I'd pay 800 most. Just because I'm not, this is too much anyway to pay for. Um, yeah. It was over Dustin Poirier, big following, favorite fighter, pay a grand. Yeah. Uh, True Jordi, 600 most. Not too big, is he? True Jordi. Nah, nah, but he's, he's big in the UK, though. but I know what you mean. Like, he's not like massive, massive. But he's like, inspiration. I really like his podcasts and stuff. Yeah, I've watched a few. I've not watched a lot. I've watched a few there. Yeah, watch like the Ricky Gervais one, like yeah, Eddie Hearn. Like, he has some good guests. To be fair, I'm hoping one day he gets, Con- he gets Conor McGregor because he wants him. But I want he wants, that's one of his dream ones. He wants him or Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, it'd be good. Oh, imagine Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan ones, yeah. He doesn't do interviews, does he? He doesn't do them. No, yeah, he's, he's the one interviewing. Let's be honest. Exactly, that's what I mean. But yeah, um, so yeah, they're they're the dream. So yours was Mason Greenwood. My dream ones, like, my dream ones for definite. So, say a dream one, my favorite actor of all time, Keanu Reeves. Just a dream. I, I want to know why, what, what he does that. Like, I'd be I'd love to interview Keanu Reeves. Um, footballer, I definitely love to interview. It's a tough one. Probably, obviously, you'd probably say Ronaldo and Messi, but that, that's that your dream, dream. Um, I'd like to interview Wayne Rooney because he's probably my favorite player of all time. Um, he's definitely one. I'd obviously I'd go for Ronaldo, of course. But Zlatan, we're talking like footballers to interview. Zlatan is the one. Say <laughs> Mourinho, because I think they'd give some good answers. And I'll go for basketball. It'd probably be Steph Curry, obviously, or LeBron James. Probably Brian if he was still alive, maybe. Yeah, hundred percent. Michael Boring. Jordan. Michael Jordan, yeah. Them but football, Zlatan or Mourinho. Them two <laughs> would probably be my dream and Right, So if I said to you now then. You got you could have into Michael Jordan for 15 minutes or Zlatan for five. Who are you picking? Zlatan, because I've loved Zlatan for I've what? Loved, 
one guy. Yeah. yeah, I had to. Zlatan. No! What? Yeah. Zlatan. There's that one interview where he's got with Sky and Pogba, and Pogba comes in and he's like, are you going to let me sit down? And he's like, only legends are allowed to sit down. And then when someone asks him, who's the best striker in the Premier League? He goes, lines don't compare themselves to sheep. Like, come on. I think Jordan obviously would be amazing, but because I've loved Zlatan for, since I was like a kid, it'd be Zlatan. It had to I got to respect that, to be fair. I got to respect that. I mean, if I was offered five minutes with Conor Gregor and then half an hour of freaking David Beckham, I'd pick McGregor every day. But you got to, man. Even if it's for five minutes, you'd get some amazing quotes out of McGregor and Zlatan because they've got that ego on there. Yeah. What, give you some cracking answers. I, th- I actually thought he was going to say Michael Jordan. I, I was convinced he'd say like Michael Jordan. I'm right now, but hey, Zlatan. I love Zlatan. One of my favourite <sighs> people ever. He, he's hilarious. Definitely, mate. Definitely. Uh, right. So finally, that was a good little segment that I'm going to enjoy. That. I'm going to clip that up actually, put it in a separate clip, and then yeah. put on new stream interviews and stuff. It's interesting. Um, narrative whether journalists would pay for him, but I definitely would if I yeah. were in a bit more in the future. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Uni struggles. So, um, yourself, Joe, you obviously just I think you just started, you almost finished application now. Just talk me through that. I finished, quickly. I just need to pay it off. Like, I finished it today, spoke to, spoke to my tutor, he checked it all. All I've got to do now is pay it and it's off. And I've two days before the deadline, nevertheless. Like, come on. Oh, I don't know what is then. Talk us through it. Pardon? Oh, um. He told me to take Bournemouth off, so I've got Leeds, Trinity, Liverpool. He gave some good comments about Liverpool <laughs> and Sheffield Harlem. I obviously I'll choose Harlem, but them two, them two other ones are good. I, so you've I, I got three. Oh yeah, three. Obviously, I've got foundation years, Anna. So two foundation years, um, and Liverpool and Leeds. So what was his comment? Actually, oh, can't be about to say, but um, so you just pick three, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so you definitely, it's, you don't get Hallam. You're looking at you definitely do the other two then if you got Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Leeds obviously ain't that far away, is it? And I've heard Leeds Trinity is good. I look, I was looking at it, so it's got a good course. But I'd like to go to Hallam because you get a year away, you get to choose either America, Australia, or somewhere else. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. You get to choose one of them, so that'd be interesting to see. I'd love to go to obviously America for basketball. That's about it. But <laughs> Get to go, get to go there, which I'd love to do. So I'm looking forward to it. To be fair, hopefully I get in, but I'm looking forward to it. But you will. I think it's interesting. Uh, Bournemouth as well has got a year abroad um, at a different uh, university, so that'd be pre- oh, no a semester abroad. Sorry, I don't know what that is in now. Yeah, they, they call it that. That's their yeah. That's their. Is that like, like terms? Yeah, yeah. So it's not a year, is it? It's just a term. I'm guessing. Well, yeah. I think it'd be well, like a couple of months, I'd say. That's what, mate. I love that, honestly. Just to learn. Yeah, you love it in America, you wouldn't you? I know you've like you said you'd love to go there for a year. So obviously you choose America, wouldn't you? One of my dreams, mate, is to do an coverage at the red carpet event. Hollywood. Yeah, Yeah. Comic Con for me. I'd love to do one at Comic Con because that's where all like the Tom Holland and that go in it. Amazing that would be. It would like Brian Cranston. I don't know if they're at Comic Con. Like someone asked him what we're like filming in Albuquerque, and he said, "Well, I'd visit your mom now and then." Said that to a random guy, like I'd visit you now and then. I it'd be amazing because Comic Con's like where all the fun happens. Even Brian Cranston dressed up as himself, walked around, no one even noticed. He just walked on stage and it was Brian Cranston took the mask off. You know what I mean? Like Comic Con's a fun. Yeah, 
Comic Cons at Tom Holland. Everyone seems to have fun there, so it'd be good to get an interview there, definitely. Oh, crazy, mate. That is what my dream is to say. Someone asked me the other day, but um, yeah, I'd love to love to do something like that. That'd be amazing. Uh, for me, mate, I, I thought I was set on Bournemouth, you know, but I've not really heard anything from them with regards to emails. I've got that like, offer, but really? every other universe oh. has emails and guidance and stuff, but it's like Bournemouth haven't sent much, but Bournemouth, of course, stands out for sure over everyone else. Yeah, you. I know you wanted to go for that one. Just undecided yeah. as well, because they're just leaving family, do you know what I mean? Is that ever in your head? It's far, yeah, it's far, isn't it, like Bournemouth? Like, I know you want to go on your own, but what is that like? Is it like three hours on a train from... It's like seven hours on a coach, man. That, that's far, that. I know it's a good uni and that, but that's far. That's what Nick said to Nick said to me. I truly said, Joe, like, that's far. Just be careful, like, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, you're right, to be fair. Liverpool's an hour and a half away. Leeds is an hour and a half away. So if whatever happened, like, obviously, I hope it doesn't, like, family-wise, you can just get back. Yeah, touch wood, man. You and yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, but I know you were dead Sam Bournemouth, but what other one have you looked at now then? Which uh, is... Central Lancashire. Um, I've got Northampton offers. I've got offers from all five. For Brighton, Central Lancashire, uh, Northampton, Bournemouth, and then University School of Journalism, uh, Plymouth Margin, which someone says has been really, really good. Um, but Bournemouth, man, it's just everything about the course stands out. Like living by the sea, AFC Bournemouth links. But there's also my family's side of it. I've never ever happened. I'm seven hours away, man. What can I do? That Yeah, that's what my parents said to me. Said, Joe, like, obviously, with just a choice, I'd still choose Alan. But, like, Joe, what if I whatever happened? You're miles away. Like, it'll take you ages to get back. What if I whatever happened to you? Then you're miles away. We'd have to, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you I don't think of that idea you, until your parents or everyone else says, like, you need to have a look and actually realise how far away you are from your family. Yeah, we'll see. It's, uh, I was speaking to a few friends are saying like, oh, they only get back once a term anyway. But I definitely go back quite a bit. Um, I'd have to get some sort of coach, tra- train or coach pass. To switch Money as well. You've got to think of that. Uh, Travelling constantly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. As a student. In the prospect of living by the sea and stuff, it sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, it does. Of course, it does. The nightlife, mate, it looks amazing. Like, <laughs> it does everything about it, mate. But it's just the fact there was one thing holding me back from just clicking on the offer now and going accept. It's the family side of it, man. But my family haven't said they said they've said like, that they, like, they don't mind me going there and stuff. But it's just it's good though that you're thinking of your family like that, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, obviously you don't like. I know some people would probably click that straight away and not think twice about family. They'll, they'd just go, but. At least you're like thinking about your family and what, what, what would if I ever happen to you or them? I'm saying, I'm saying I want to be independent, like, but then I also don't want to be too far, too far away, man. <laughs> uh, I'm saying five, five hours. I mean, I'm not sure how far it's on the train. The train costs a bit, but if it's close on the train, then yeah. I'll get a train pass. We'll see how it works. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway, I'll keep people updated and stuff. But uh, we'll see what yeah, happens, yeah. mate. But yeah, like my my uni process is done now. Five hours, so it's time for me to decide and make a correct decision. Anyway, mate, we've got through tons today again. Yeah, um, it's been fun though. Definitely. There's loads to go again. I've got Creed Free Theories. I've had this on the list for the last three episodes now. I've not managed to go yeah, through it. Well. Uh, and there's massive Cobra Kai Theory that I want to go through, but it's just too long to go through today. So we'll, I'll next, definitely I'll start with them two one. next week. Next one, Charlie. Make it a film and TV one. Talk about oh, your yeah. favourite TV. Why? Like, why is that your favourite? Favourite TV, favourite yeah, like with Creed that. Definitely, mate. Mm-hmm. We'll go through that actually. Yeah, that's a good idea. So next one, guys, will be a TV show and movie movie one. Favorite TV shows and favorite movies, reviewing them and some potential spin-offs for them sort of films. 
Right, it's been back with a bang, episode nine. Me, Charlie Walden, your host, and your co-host, Joe McGlade. See you later. Thanks for me.